Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. going on my fellow champs welcome into another episode of the pigskin chance fantasy football podcast i'm your host justin gonzalez you can find me on twitter at pigskin underscore jay gonzo sitting across the table from me as always is Derek bordeaux you can find him at pigskin underscore d rock Derek, how we doing tonight man i'm doing a million times better than last week i was a little sick last week man not gonna lie it's coughing up a storm. It's debilitating. All right, I'm, I'm back. I'm ready. That's what's up. Ready man. to That's do a, a mock draft. Let's let's get yes, it. Yes, sir. It's officially mock season for us, man. We are excited to get ready and get deep into the off season and get as we get ready for the 2021. If you're not mock drafting right now, like right now, like we are tonight, you're already behind. Yeah, you, need, you need to start your preparation <laughs> right now. Like you don't win the league. That's why we're yeah, at here, the draft. You... That is why we are here. Yeah, that's why we're here, dude. You want to talk about what's going on though before we get? To yeah, the a little quick news and notes. Quick. Hey, what happened? Uh, breaking news: Every player in the NFL looks good in shorts. Okay, get out of here. They they're all doing great in training camp in in OTAs in mandatory mini camps. Everyone looks even Bruce elite. Everyone. Everyone. Even with the popcorn on his hands? Everyone. All right, cool. Everyone. Henry Ruggs, <laughs> you know, coach talking up him, you know, all these players. Everyone. T. Higgins, <laughs> they're all looking great. Zach Moss looking good. Quan Treadwell, you know, everybody. Everyone's looking good. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, even bad fantasy players, even bad football players look good right now. So, don't read too much into it, man. Okay, so only a couple things uh, this week. The first thing we'll hit on is Cortland Sutton is not going to start training camp on the pup, which is huge. Yes. Hopefully get him st- to uh, start of week one. The uh, New York Jets have renegotiated the contract with Jamison Crowder, asked him to take a big pay cut. The exact numbers didn't come out yet, I don't think. No, I didn't see it. But when they do come out, uh, we will let you know. But either way, he's staying in New York, restructured contract, obviously probably going to make less money. You know, we'll see. The veteran presence in that receiver room. They definitely need it, man. They got a bunch of youngins. Yeah. And the last bit of news, um, I mean, not really news, just when you guys are hearing all these training camp reports about players struggling like two are throwing five picks in the rain or this guy has a minor hamstring issue it's still june everyone should just relax calm down okay when it gets to training camp and it gets to like preseason that's an injury start popping up that's when you should start worrying about it but right now everyone's kind of you know getting yeah, into the flow of things and getting their bodies ready like it's definitely like they've had some off time yeah. Recently. So, you know, getting back on the NFL field, whatever. It's when these injuries start to linger. Yes. Like you said, into it. Absolutely. So, yes, take notice. Yes. Don't freak out. Keep an eye on it. But, but if do they, not they're drop a player in your rankings because. Or on your dynasty team or try or, yeah. to trade them or try to right, do like, a rash. Just don't to, panic yeah. because two or through five picks in a practice the other day in, in a monsoon, 
It's a brand new offense. They're installing a new offense. He's got new players. He's the he's the number one guy. Like, give him time. And you saw the very next day, six touchdowns. Yep. So everyone needs to chill out. Stop panicking. Get off my quarterback. <laughs> Just, yeah, please stop. Justin has been taking it super personally that everyone is dissing his quarterback. Everyone needs to chill out. Okay. All right, man. It is officially mock season. You ready to get into our very first Pixie and Chance mock draft? Let's get it. Let's do it. very first mock draft we are going to do a typical league just to start it off it'll be a 12 team league got one quarterback two running backs two wide receivers a tight end and two flex spots with six bench trying to keep it kind of simple uh we are going half ppr Derek, you ready i'm ready man what uh spot did you get dude so we randomized our order and i ended up getting the fifth pick in the draft i got four you got four dude. Right we are going back to back this is going to be very interesting and very good way to start hey, let's do it man let's do it all start right man. we're about to start the draft let's see what happens here all right so the first couple picks off the board derrick henry dalvin cook and christian mccaffrey coming oh, off the board derrick one henry, two, 101. three yep so sitting here um honestly in the top five picks you can't really go wrong you know, especially in this type of format where you only start in two running backs, two receivers. You can't go wrong. Top five players in sleeper ADP right now are all running backs. So I'm going to take the touchdown. guy. I'm going to take Kamara right here at the 104, which puts Justin on the clock at the 105. Yeah, man. Who are you going like with? That. All right, dude. So uh, this is, this is going to, I don't know. For me, where my thought process is with this pick is, you know, Saquon Barkley is there. He's still questionable to start the season, whatever. He's I don't like the whole offense in the Giants. I'm actually going to go with a guy that a lot of people got a bad taste in their mouth from last year. And I'm going to go with a high-powered, what I believe is going to be a high-powered offense this year in Dallas. So I'm going to go ahead and take Zeke Ooh. at 105. At the 105? At the 105. All right. So Justin wins Zico Elliott 105. And then Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, that was Aaron who I was Jones. between was Zeke and Taylor. Yep. But dude, it just it for me, like having Zeke and that tie, tied to that offense is is uh what what I believe is gonna be really good. And now here this is not uh, I, I got a real nice one. Uh, what I'm going to pair with Zeke, which I believe is going to be another high-powered offense. But the picks that went before me, you had Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and DeAndre Hopkins to finish out the first round. Coming back around, you had DK Metcalf, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, and Austin Eckler. So right now I'm sitting here, man, a lot of these star, like that tier one wide receivers are gone. Obviously, you have your number one tight end off the board already. So what I ha- I'm going to go ahead here and do is I'm going to back up my Ezekiel Elliott with a Joe Mixon. And I think that's a great way to start my draft right there. Two high-powered offenses, I believe. Got to respect the pick, man, going double running back. The one interesting thing I think we can kind of take away from the first round, especially in this format, is the first nine picks were running backs. First wide receiver off the board was Devontae Adams, right? Yes. And then, you know, the first two rounds are dominated by running backs. So 
Um, and it's crazy though because you went on a little bit of a run. Like mm-hmm. you can see, like the back of that first round, man. You went Adams, Hill, and Hopkins all took off the board, and the back two teams went wide receiver heavy. They mm-hmm. went, you know, you had Hop and Metcalf, and then you had Hill and Diggs. Right. So I'm sitting here at the 209. I have Alvin Kamara as my first pick, and looking at the board, I can kind of see where I want to go um, with my next pick. You know, I have a couple guys that I'm looking at down a little bit farther down. So I'm going to go with a wide receiver here and uh, try to get some balance on my team. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson okay. at the 209. And hopefully the running back that I want comes back to me. And he did. So I'm sitting here and I actually have another. Ooh. I have an interesting decision to make. I didn't Ooh. expect Keenan Allen to be here at the three oh, at the 304. It, Man, for me, it was between – I was hoping Najee would come back to me Okay. at this spot. Okay. I think he's a 300-touch guy to match with Kamara and Justin Jefferson. I think that would have been really awesome. I think I'm actually I'm actually going to take it. Yeah, I mean, take I, it. I, I love Keenan Allen, but running backs should dry, off, dry up really quick yes. after this pick right here. So if I can come out of the first three rounds with three uh, running – or two running backs, you know, I'm pretty happy with that. You don't – you know, I don't want to get stuck with, you know, guys like Josh Jacobs as my RB2 or Miles Gaskin, Kareem Hunt, something like that. That's a little bit farther down the board. I'm just not ready for that. And with me having the 104, you know, I got a long wait. So yep. got to get the got to get those running backs. Absolutely, man. Um, I, I love the pick. And there is a guy here that I actually really think highly of. I think that he is going to be um, a very good like RB2, very solid RB2. I already have my second running back, so I'm actually going to go a little bit away from him. But if the board would have fell to a way where maybe I you know, took a, a Calvin Ridley or an A.J. Brown in the second round over a running back, I think I'd be taking Clyde here. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go three running backs. I'm going to get a little bit more of a balance, and I'm going to go ahead and take a wide receiver who is tied to a very, uh, very, very good quarterback a very good young quarterback and i'm gonna go ahead and take keenan allen who you were thinking of yeah that's that's the slam dunk pick right there yeah. in the third round Absolutely. it's he's an elite receiver man yes, and for him to be still sitting here in the third round he's the best player available to me and you know that's a good pick right there uh terry mclaurin deandre swift mike evans jk dobbins clyde edwards hilaire chris godwin julio jones round out the third round and you've got fourth round david montgomery chris carson cd lamb mari cooper so the dallas pair of receivers go off the board robert woods darren waller kenny galladay justin is up at the 408 yeah you man. got two running backs and a wide receiver where are you going with your next pick yeah dude and i am not liking the this landscape right now for the running backs it's very rough yeah you can see like dries up real quick i'm really glad i got a solid foundation mm-hmm. with uh, zeke and joe mixon so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go here and I'm going to go ahead and get a guy that I believe is going to take a little bit of step forward. I think he's going to switch from the outside receiver and go play a little bit more in the slot position. Very, very good, solid wide receiver, too, in my eyes. I believe I have him ranked in my top 20, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, DJ Moore, man. I'm going to go ahead and take him right there to pair with Keenan Allen. Solid pick, man. Yep. Solid pick. Um, 
I mean, I'm not as high on DJ Moore as some other people are, but moving into the slot does help him. So yes, especially with a Sam Darnold, who we've seen target that slot receiver yes. a lot. So, all right, I am up now at the 409, and I'm going to take a guy who is a PPR machine. You know, I know it's only half PPR, but I still think Deontay Johnson is a target hog in that offense. I believe that Ben Roethlisberger is still going to be targeting guys short and intermediate. I don't think they're going to be a deep passing team. So I'm going to take Deontay Johnson at the 409 as my second wide receiver. And he's an elite talent. And I just think, you know, he had a little bit, you know, some trouble with some drops last year, but I think that that can be corrected. I think he's still a great player. I'm going to match him up with uh, uh, Justin Jefferson here. And then after Deontay Johnson, Adam Thielen, Kareem Hunt, Josh Jacobs will round out round number four. Kyler Murray in the fifth round, which I've actually found myself taking Kyler Murray in the fifth round a lot recently. Uh, Cooper Cup and Miles Gaskin. Now I'm back on the clock at the 5.04. And there's a lot of tight ends and quarterbacks staring at me right now. And yeah, man. I don't know about you, Justin, but I'm not a early tight end, early quarterback kind of guy. I mean, I've been, I know I said I've been growing the drafting Kyler Murray early. I, I would I would I would classify the fifth round as early. It's been growing on me a little bit, but you know Josh Allen here, no, maybe Lamar. Yeah, I don't like the running backs here. I really don't like the running backs here. Travis Etienne, Raheem Mostert, James Robinson, David Johnson, Ronald Jones. Like I don't like that group right there. Um, I'm probably gonna go receiver right here, and I'm gonna reach down and take. Uh, which that's what really sucks about this draft spot, the fourth spot. I mean, yeah, you get a really good running back in the first round, but you have to reach for your guys. Yep. You sort of have to reach for them. You can't. Yeah, you got a little long wait when it comes back around. Right. So, yeah, I don't want to take a quarterback or a tight end right now, but the next best player down is, you know, like eight or nine spots down in, in, in ADP. So it feels like a reach, but I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk here in the fifth round. Okay. I don't love the pick, but as my third wide receiver, you know, I can live with that. And yeah. I think he's a, you know, he's a solid player. And if, if they can be an efficient offense, then I think it's a great pick. All right. So when I look at my team and I look at the board landscape of how it's played out, obviously you were just talking about it, that running back landscape, man, it dries up real, real quick. And I really don't like a lot of the guys. I mean, as my RB3, maybe I could take somebody, but like I think I can wait. I think they'll come back around to me. And one advantage that we have, we always talk about the big three in the tight end landscape, which is Waller, Kittle, and Kelsey, I believe there's realistically there's a fourth guy out there that can help you win championships. Okay, he's gonna be a difference maker week in and week out. And I think I have a very very good foundation, especially only with two wide receivers um, started. I think I can get me another same tier type wide receiver on my next turn. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take Mark Andrews here. Oh, I thought you were going to take Hawkinson. No, I'm actually going to take Mark Andrews. I'm a little higher on Mark Andrews than I am Hawkinson. Uh, and there you go. You got Josh Allen, Lamar. Yeah, yeah, there go the quarterbacks. Yep, there it goes. And I was actually thinking about taking Josh Allen there, but I'm a little bit more like you, especially in one quarterback league. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to solidify my other spots first. Right. Uh, unless, you know, I do get – I mean, I did have a little bit of a higher – a whole round – higher with ADP. Uh, you know, Josh Allen's kind of going in the fourth round right now. So I did have him. He was staring me there in the fifth, but I decided I was going to kind of get a higher because that the yeah. tight ends, man, they're a little I mean, rough. to me, 
to me, if I take a quarterback early, I'm taking my tight end with my last pick. Yeah, absolutely. If I take a tight end early, I'm taking quarterback in the See, late rounds. And like here, so, we're the pick right before me. We're in the sixth round now. So the sixth round, we had uh, Tyler Lockett, Ronald Jones, David Johnson, T. Higgins, Travis Etienne, Raheem Mostert, and then Dallas Goddard. Like, I'm not chasing Dallas Goddard at the sixth round. Like, I, I don't want to do that. So for me, that Mark Andrews there at the fifth for me with the way my team was looking is what was solidifying my pick. So now I'm back up here, man. Uh, I'm going to go probably see what's going on here in the landscape or everything. I'm going to hope that I'm looking at a guy and I'm going to hope that he comes back around to me in the seventh round. If he's there, I believe that's a very, very good uh pick for me so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna take what i hope to be is the wide receiver one in denver right now in Cortland sutton to pair with keenan allen dj moore i'm gonna take Cortland sutton at the 608 that's a good pick man hopefully he stays healthy hopefully yeah. he's healthy for week one i'm hoping and he can be out there i don't need him right away if i you know what i'm saying like yeah. but it's hopefully a good asset all right so right now you know, my team right now, I've got Kamara, Najee Harris, Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Brandon Ayuk, which I just realized I have four players, you know, within their first two or three years of being in the league, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> um, you know, don't call me a youth draft. I'm, you know, don't say that. I'm not drafting players based off of youth, but whatever. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking at the board. I'm looking for a running back at the moment, and the top guys, James Robinson, Damian Harris, both of those guys are in committees. You know, James James Robinson, they just drafted ETN. Don't really know what his workload's going to be. Obviously, we know he can be a top 10 running back. Will he be that in this year? Probably not. Damian Harris, I mean, I love Damian Harris, but we all know what New England likes to do with their running backs. They don't like to tell anybody what they're doing with their running backs. So I'm going to go with a guy who is the leader in that backfield. Week one. should have taken him. No way that he's getting back to here. I'm taking... Mike Davis right here from the Atlanta Falcons as my third running back. I now have three running backs that could possibly get 250 touches, which is which is great. In the sixth round, you know, you're not going to find a a guy that's going to get the volume like that um, yeah, absolutely. past this point, you know. So right after my pick was James Robinson, Damian Harris, the two guys I was talking about. Then Leonard Fournette, which I am completely fading Leonard Fournette. Oh, absolutely. I just don't want a Bucks running back because I think that timeshare is going to be more annoying than people think. Chase Claypool, I mean, honestly, I don't think that's a hot take either. I think a lot of people are going to be fading Bucks running backs, but absolutely. I mean, they were 28th in in in, in rushing last year. So, Clay, Chase Claypool started the seventh round. Russell Wilson, DJ Chark. I'm back on the clock right now, and man, it is hard in the streets right it's now. It's rough in these streets, man. Um, still not going tight end. I still don't have a quarterback. So right now I'm just my thought process is hammer run, uh, wide receivers, and I've got some pretty solid running backs. I've got three of them that are pretty good. So I'm going to continue to hammer wide receiver. It's a half PPR league. Looking at the board, I do have Ayuk, so I d- probably will not be taking Debo Samuel, even though I love love Debo Samuel. I'm actually going to go with a man. <laughs> I was I was confident for a second, but. Not so much at the moment. Man, this is tough, man. 
This is really tough. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and take uh, the newest member of the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to take Will Fuller. Ooh. And he's going to be that spark plug on my team. He's going to be one of my flex guys. He's my fourth wide receiver, a guy that could easily be the number two target in that offense. You know, he's a burner. I know he's suspended week one. But, I mean, like I said, he's my fourth wide receiver. Yep. And I think that I've got playmakers at wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, and Will Fuller. I think that's a pretty solid lineup. I don't need him week one. But if he's even a shade of what he was last year, he could be pretty awesome for my team. So, Justin, you're up at se- in, the, in the seventh round. We're about halfway through this draft. All right, man. Who are you taking? So, I really wanted to kind of go back into – this wider or the running back room here but it is it's pretty it's rough, drier dude. than the sahara desert <laughs> yeah, in this dude. in this yeah. it is it's pretty rough i'm gonna go ahead i do have three wide receivers already i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna take a guy who i believe can make a very big splash his first year into the nfl and i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna go chase a little bit I'm going to take Jamar Chase. Ooh, I like what you did there. To do, uh, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take him as my fourth wide receiver on my team. Wow, betting on the rookie. Yep. All right. I like it. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster went next. Tyler Boyd, Justin Herbert, Zach Moss, Aaron Rodgers in the seventh round. Oof. James Conner, Kenyon Drake, round out round number seven. Start of round number eight, you got Robbie Anderson, Noah Fant, Jarvis Landry, Javante Williams, Debo, Samuel, AJ, Superquad, Dylan, <laughs> Curtis Samuel, and then Justin, you're on the board, you're on the clock at the 808. I tell you what, man, this team 12, you see what they got going on over here, man? Yeah, it's tough. That's, that's rough. I that's, mean, their their wide receivers are stacked, but they're, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, we can kind of review it a little bit. They got D Hop, DK Metcalf, Julio Jones. That's pretty good. Yep. I like that. But then your running backs are, David Montgomery and Kenyon Drake. That's where the, I struggle a little bit. They've also got, they've, they've drafted six wide receivers in the yep. first eight rounds, which is kind of tough. So, you know. Man, and uh team right before me got my pick. Snipe oh. me a little bit. Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I was trying to get him. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go back. I'm going to go into this wide receiver room and let me see what I got here. Or not even the wide receiver. I'm going to go to the running back room. And I'm going to see. Oh, man. It's getting pretty rough. And I mean, you're already there, man. It's yeah, already but it's I'm gonna, already tough. With the guys that I'm staring at right now, I'm going to go ahead and take a guy who has a little bit standalone value and is a very high-end handcuff if something were to happen to the starter. I'm going to go ahead and take Latavius Murray here just to go as my RB3. Okay. I wouldn't have done it, but I respect the pick. <laughs> I had to, man. <laughs> listen, right. this is why you mock because I yeah, really hey. realized oh, why. Listen. No. This, is, this is exactly why we're mock, doing a mock draft in June. 100%. Uh, you have to kind of figure out what happens when you take certain players. You have to experiment a little bit. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot of mocks where Zeke went 105, but hey, I mean you're experimenting a little bit. Your your team's looking pretty solid. Hey, he um, was RB4. Yeah, take some chance. Dak went down. Yeah, man, take yeah. some shots. My next pick is a slam dunk for me. I'm actually glad you didn't take him. You know, he's a guy who I think can be the number one option in his offense, and you know we'll kind of, we'll, we'll see what happens. The only but, reason I didn't take him was because I had his uh, his teammate. 
Yeah. I think so that's who you're taking. And that's and that's the other part too is you know in in the last couple of rounds you know I said you know I didn't take Debo because I had Brandon Ayuk, you know I wasn't considering Juju earlier because I had Deontay Johnson, uh, but I'm going to take Jerry Judy here in the eighth round. I just I love the talent Jerry Judy, and I think that well I know for a you know, not for a fact, but I. I know it in my heart. I'm going to will it into existence that Teddy Bridgewater will start week one and Jerry Judy is going to be a top 24 wide receiver and getting that in the ninth, in the eighth round is a steal to me. And, yep. you know, I, I know I only have three running backs. My receiving, my receiving core is, is five players deep. And I think I'm pretty loaded at that spot. After that, Brandon Cooks, Logan Thomas, Devin Singletary round out round number eight, Tony Pollard, Robert Tunyon and Kyle Pitts. So a little bit of a tight end run here, but Again, for me as a drafter, I'm not worried about the fact that there was a lot of middle-range tight ends that went off the board. Not panicking because the guys that I'm targeting in the 11th, 12th, 13th rounds could easily just finish above these guys. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. Um, it's all about this getting is, We're in players. the territory where you kind of want to take a shot on your guys and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're getting to that point. You know, it's only a... It's only a 14-round draft. We're getting to the end here. Yeah. It's a six-man bench. I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of shallow for, you know, you know, redraft league, you know, six is probably is, is pretty common. But, um, yeah, man, the tight ends, you know, I feel like I can get the same level of tight end a little bit later. Same thing with the quarterbacks. I mean, the quarterbacks, there's a ton of guys left that could be, you know, valuable to me. Um, but I'm actually going to take my quarterback here. Um I know Justin doesn't have a quarterback. He's done this to me before. He took <laughs> he took the rushing quarterback in the tenth round, uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson, a couple years ago. Stole him out from underneath my feet and rode him all the way to a, to a championship berth. And I'm not going to let him do it, even though it's a mock. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts right here in the ninth round. All right, man, I like if it. If this guy could be a thousand yard rusher in the NFL, I think I could have a really solid team. It's my first non running back wide receiver pick in the ninth round. Nice, man. I like Still going it. late I round like quarterback. It. Justin, you're up at nine oh five. What you got? All right, man. So were you considering Jalen Hurts right there? No, I was not. Damn. So I'm looking at this guy's current ADP. I believe he is gonna come back around to me. I'm actually really hoping he does. So I'm going to go dip myself back into the wide receiver room. And I'm going to go ahead and take a guy who... Oh, man. I don't know if I actually want to do that. (laughs) You're right over there? Yeah, dude. Um, Take a sip of water. Yeah, right. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I I think I'm kind of high on this guy. I'm actually going to take what I believe is going to be the number one option for your quarterback that you just drafted. And I'm going to go ahead and go Devontae Smith. Ooh, that's a nice pick. Yep. I like it. It does look like a, a slight reach to, uh, based on eight sleepers ADP. But, hey, I mean, at this point in the draft, get your guys. You know, yep. get your guys. You know, you can't you can't always worry about ADP, especially towards the end of the and round. And it worked out. He came back to you? Who was it? came back to me. All right. So I wanted to take a little bit of a risk. Devontae's all right. So the reason why I chased on Devontae was because he had a slight higher ADP, 
And I was, this guy had a little bit of a lower one. So I was hoping he came back to me. This is a guy that I think can make actually a very big impact due to an injury that just happened in the offseason. So I'm going to go ahead and take my guy, Trey Sermon, ah. out of San Francisco. And I believe he could take over that backfield. And I sniped you. You absolutely <laughs> sniped me just now. Oh, my God. Got goodness. him, bro. Yes, sir. In the 10th round, <sighs> the possible RB2, I'll take it. Getting sniped in the 10th round is terrible. <laughs> this is rough. It I worked, it. man. I like it. Yes, it, like it absolutely it. worked. Um, you know, you got your guy. He was absolutely the next pick, without a doubt. I think Trey Sermon takes over this job sooner rather than later. I don't even think he needs an injury to Raheem Mostert to take this no, job yeah. over. I think and the best part about himself. it is that Raheem Mostert is getting taken rounds ahead of him. Yep. You know, I'm going to go try to find him real quick. Where did Raheem Mostert go? Raheem uh, Mostert six, went six. in the sixth round. So you're getting him four rounds later, and he could be the starter, yep. which is great. Yep. Okay. I'm still tilting, but I'm going to try to adjust. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't work. That didn't work. I'm still tilting. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and take this is this is my guy at tight end. I have a I have a target in the the next round, but I'm gonna go ahead and take uh, Johnu Smith here as my tight end one. That dude got paid big time money, and I think New England's definitely gonna use him in a big way. They didn't really sign any wide receivers that scare me in the slightest bit. So I think that Johnu Smith is still in. You know, there was a lot of hype last year for Johnny Smith, right? In the first couple of weeks, he was lighting the world on fire. Great pickup, right? Yep. And then he kind of fell off the face of the planet. Ferkser came in and started, actually started outproducing him. So but then he goes to New England, going to be the number one target there, in my opinion. So he had a solid pick in the 10th round. My guy did come back to me. I'm taking him. The guy, when he came to the team halfway through the year, he actually finished the season with the around the same amount of targets, yards, everything as the other two receivers on the team. He's Tom Brady's best friend, roommate. Oh, yep. The crazy yep. man himself. I'm taking Antonio Brown here right, in the 11th round. I think Antonio Brown has a shot to be a top 36 wide receiver. And you got me on that one. Yeah. Yep. That was good. Nice pick. Thank you. Very nice pick. All right, 1105. All right, what you got? 1105, man. Uh, I'm looking right now. Trying to figure out if this guy is going to come back to me. I don't believe he's going to, but there's two guys that I want. So I'm feeling pretty good when it comes to running back. Everybody else in the league right now has a quarterback. I'm not really too worried about it. I think I'm going to wait maybe a round or two to go get my guy. So here in the 11th round, man, I can't really pass up. He kind of shined a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and take Michael Pittman and see if he has that connection with Carson Wentz. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Michael Pittman could be the one in that offense. And to get a a number one target in an offense in the 11th round is always a good thing. Philip Lindsay, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, Rob Gronkowski. A little bit of a tight end run here. Michael Carter, Austin Hooper, and Rashad Penny finished out the 11th round. J.D. McKissick, Henry Ruggs, Blake Jarwin, Nelson Aguilar. Alexander Madison, Marvin Jones, and Jamison Crowder. At the 1208, Justin, you're on the clock, man. We got three picks left. This is rough, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and stay away from all running backs. Yeah, it's hard, man. Dude, uh, the only guy that I actually wanted to get here late in the round, uh, I went over, I chose Pittman over him. 
Uh, I just felt a little more comfortable with my don't running back it, don't landscape. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. What? I feel like you're going to take my guy right here, and I'm really going to reach over this table and slap <laughs> you in the face. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to take a running back. Uh, I'm going to go back into this, and I, th- I, all right. Is the threat of me slapping you? No. Influencing this no, pick? I, I'm trying to figure out who I actually want to go after. I'm, I'm going to take a chance on another guy who shined, and I'm really hoping that the coaching staff takes their head out of their butt and decides to put in their rookie quarterback and I'm not hit, Andy Dorn. I swear I'm going to stand up and hit you right now. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and draft Darnell Moon. Oh, you. <laughs> yes, sir. That's two. I'm on I a hate roll. drafting next to you. I really do. Uh, I'm on a roll. I'm literally one pick after you. <laughs> He was the guy. He was the pick yes, here. Sir. He Darnell Mooney is the pick in the twelfth round. I think he's being massively slept on right now. Yep. Like there's, I, I don't. I don't. He's a number two. He's he's the number two target in that offense. Yep. And to get him here in the twelfth round, I mean that's an absolute steal. I like that pick. I like the Trey Sermon pick you made. I mean you've got some pretty good picks here later in the yeah. late in this draft. The and only questionable one I'm that jealous. I had was the Latavius Murray, but I just need another running back to fill in my roster just for yeah. a little. Little what if? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm still sitting here with it looks like three run, three running backs, so I probably need to dip into that running back pool. Good luck. It it it's it's terrible. Dude, it's, Mark it's, Ingram's it available. Sucks. Um, I I love my wide receiver room, but man, it's hard right now. It's hard right now, and I went no uh, quarterback or no tight end until round nine. So Sony Michelle's there. <laughs> don't you dare don't you dare talk to me about that okay um i'm gonna do it man uh go ahead man I, do I, it. I absolutely hate the pick i really hate it but i'm gonna take james white here and this Jeez. is just out of necessity i just need some depth i think james white is still a viable ppr running back i still think he can provide me some sort of flex value in certain matchups and if they really get you know, even if it's Cam or even if it's Mac Jones, I think both of them are still good enough or can, can dump off to the running back. They can use yeah. James White. They're good enough to dump off to the running back. Oh, yeah, yeah, listen. I, I hope so, man. I, yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, James White here in the 12th round. I mean, the guy has been super consistent when he's healthy and when he's playing. I just need them to throw the ball to him. And they didn't, like I said before, when I made the Janu pick, they didn't add a receiver of note. So... Maybe their you know their their best pass catchers are tight ends and running backs, and we'll we'll see if that plays out. I'm hoping that it plays out like that. Sterling Shepard, T.Y. Hilton, and Tevin Coleman finish out the twelfth round. We're in the thirteenth now. Cole Beasley, Jalen Rager, and Marlon Mack. I'm done with running back. I refuse. Oh no! I absolutely refuse to draft another running back. I'm gonna go in and take another receiver. Shocker! I have like 15 receivers on my team. <laughs> And I'm going to take my guy. I'm not going to chance it. I'm not going to let you steal him out from underneath me. But because I don't, honestly, I don't think you would take him because you have Michael Pittman on your team. I'm going to take Paris Campbell. He's another one of those PPR guys. He started off the season super hot and then got hurt. I think that he has a real chance to be the number two target in this offense. I think that T.Y. Hilton is slowly fading into oblivion and will eventually, you know, just kind of turn into dust. Absolutely. So Paris Campbell, young player, a lot of potential. I'm gonna take him here in the 13th round, 1305. Justin, 
Yeah, dude. You got two picks um, left, buddy. Yeah, I did not realize that this player went off the board. I was looking at the quarterback room, and I just there was a miss. I just I just missed it. So I'm gonna go ahead and Tua. No, I'm gonna go ahead and take a guy who a lot a lot of people are down on right now. In normal one QB leagues, I would probably take. If I was waiting this late, my last two picks would probably be it. But I'm not. I'm only gonna take one guy. I think he's gonna be a lot better than a lot of people think. Uh, I think he's gonna be. He's in a very much improved offensive line situation. He's back with his old coach. I'm gonna go ahead and take a shot on Carson Wentz. Hey, do it, man. I think that's a. I mean, when you're waiting around to the second to last round, and you're looking at quarterbacks, I mean. All these guys could finish within a couple points of each other. And Carson Wentz really is the only player left that has had that has the potential to have an MVP type season. Yes. You know, you look at Ben Roethlisberger, he's done it before, but not with that arm. He's not doing it this year. No. Kirk Cousins, he He's a good streaming candidate. Yeah, he's a streaming quarterback. He's not a guy that could be an MVP type. Yeah. And at this point, I think I'm gonna be streaming with this team. Oh, 100 percent. You know, so I mean, I mean, even still, I'm going to be streaming. I got Jalen Hurts. Got I mean, he's not exactly proven. Here, so, all right. So, Justin, you have the 1408. This is the last pick of your draft. Yes, sir. This is really just you know, kind of pick your guy. Who who do you who are you going to plant your flag on here in nice. the last round of our first mock draft as a podcast? So the last pick that I'm going to pick right now is. Another rookie. There's been a lot. I mean, I know you said at the beginning of this thing. There's OTAs, everybody looks good in shorts, whatever the case may be. But there's been a lot of buzz. He's a rookie uh, wide receiver. He's got a rookie quarterback. A lot of noise has been made, made about him. I think he's going to be good. And if it works out with the number, with my last pick of the 14th round, if Elijah Moore hits, I think it's going to be a good one. There you go. That's a solid pick, man. Yeah. I do kind of worry about Jameson Crowder being re-signed and yeah, possibly absolutely. having his job year one. But Elijah Moore is a super talented guy. Absolutely. And he makes he's been making crazy catches this entire OTAs, all these mini camps. He's been making great catches. He's been scoring touchdowns. He has a good rapport with uh, Zach Wilson. So I think it's a good pick. I don't yeah. know if it if early in the season he'd be the guy. I mean, but in the fourteenth round, no, yeah, I'm willing right. To... Like you're not you're not getting bona fide <laughs> studs and volume monsters in the fourteenth yeah, round. So. Absolutely, man. Okay, so my last pick right here. Um, I'm gonna take another one of those PPR guys that I think could help me out. It's very rare that in the 14th round you're able to take a running back here that could present PPR value like, to I me. I almost thought about him too. And, you know, there's no other running back left in this draft pool the only worth guy taking. That I would want right now. Yeah. The only guy you would want to take. I have a million receivers. I'm going to go ahead and take rookie running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, Kenny Gainwell. Yep. He It was between played, him and Elijah Moore. Yeah, he's an elite pass catcher. Elite yep. pass catcher. Good runner. You know, we'll see how they use them. They still have Miles Sanders there. They they picked up on Johnson. You know, we'll kind of see what happens there. I'm just very hopeful that he can pre- present some sort of PPR upside. If Miles Sanders isn't the guy, let Kenneth Gainwell jump in there, man. He could yeah. be like a Darren Sproles type player. So looking forward to that matchup. For sure, man. All right, dude. Run us through your team real quick and see how, uh, how you ended up. All right. So my team right now, at quarterback, I've got Jalen Hurts. My two running backs, Alvin Kamara, Najee Harris, receivers, Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson. 
Johnu Smith in my flex or in my as my tight end in my flex. I've got Brandon Ayuk and Mike Davis. My bench: Will Fuller, Jerry Judy, Antonio Brown, James White, Paris Campbell, and Kenneth Gainwell. Nice man, nice. All right, dude. I ended up with uh, Carson Wentz as my quarterback. My running back room looks like Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon. With my wide receivers being Keenan Allen and DJ Moore. Mark Andrews at my tight end position. In my flex right now is Cortland Sutton and Jamar Chase. My bench consists of Latavius Murray, Devontae Smith, Trey Sermon, Michael Pittman, Darnell Mooney, and Elijah Moore. That's very solid too, man. I think both teams, you know, we kind of had the same approach as far as quarterback and tight end. Well, I mean, you took an early tight end, but you didn't mess yourself up by taking a quarterback early as well. I think that's where a lot of people mess up Yes, when they take like, you know, it's okay to take Kelsey in the second round. You know, I would prefer him in the third. If Kelsey's in the third, I'm smashing that draft button. Oh, for sure. You know, you can take a Mahomes. To me, third round is the round where I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to take an early quarterback or an early tight end. If the top guys are there, I'll take them. If not, I'm going to take running backs and wide receivers. Yeah, absolutely, man. So a lot of people that I've seen, you know, they, you, they, either they chase or you know, like, or they're going in with a certain strategy that they're just not focused. Like you know, what I'm saying they they just have one strategy in mind. They don't see the value, right? Like the zero running falls. back yeah. or the zero wide receiver. Exactly. Take your value at where it lies. Like if there's a player there and you're like, oh man, you know, I, I need. I, I don't have a running back or I'm only going zero running back or whatever the case might be. But, you know, somebody falls to you in the third, fourth round, and you're like, I can't pass this up. Like, I did that last year. There was a guy like Mike Evans. He fell in one of my drafts. Like, nobody wanted this guy. And as my wide receiver, too, to pair with DeAndre Hopkins in, like, the fifth round, I was like, okay, I'll take Mike Evans. Yeah. Like, I'm. it, it was just one of those things like, yes, I feel very comfortable taking this guy because nobody else gonna do it he's my wide receiver too like i take that i smash that yeah i mean the biggest the biggest thing about drafting is to stay water i mean i'm I'm gonna say it a million times is to stay water you have to be able to adjust and be flexible as the draft progresses you can't go in saying hey in the third round i'm targeting this player well you don't know if that player is going to be there you don't know if a superstar is going to fall to that spot like you have to take the draft as it comes to you don't go in saying, I'm going to go running back, running back, wide receiver in the first three rounds because that limits you. Absolutely. And if if a you know if a player that you didn't expect to be there in the third round drops and you're like, oh, I'm sticking to this, this strategy that I saw on, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever the heck, wherever you found it, mm-hmm. or in a magazine you read off the shelf, if people still do that, uh, you're going to really hurt yourself. And you, know, you can't win your league at the draft, but you can definitely – set yourself up to be a pretty bad team. So for sure, absolutely stay water, be willing to adjust. I mean, there are some principles that we use, like waiting on certain positions and not taking a tight end and a quarterback early, but those aren't like set in stone rules either. Like if, if I take Kelsey in the second round and Kyler Murray's in the sixth round, I mean, hell I might take him. I might (laughs) take that because Kyler Murray to me, could be the number one overall quarterback. If I get him in the sixth round, that's that's great. Yeah, absolutely, man. Just biggest thing, just stay water. Be willing to adjust. Don't be, don't have a set strategy. And I think that's you know pretty consistent with both of us here in the in the Pigskin Champs podcast, man. We just just stay water. Absolutely. All right, guys. Remember to follow the show 
at Pigskin Champs on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Pigskin Champs Pod. Justin, man, first mock is over. Mock season has begun. Absolutely. We're going to be doing a bunch of these um, from now until you know draft season really gets into a full swing. So follow us on all of our social media. Follow Justin at Pigskin underscore Jay Gonzo. Follow me, myself, Derek, at Pigskin underscore D-Rock. Amen. Let's get out of here, man. Yeah, man. Our first mock is officially in the books. Uh, let us know. We're going to post this on social media, guys. Let us know what team won, how you feel about our teams. Uh, you know, we appreciate you guys listening to the show. For all the fathers out there, I hope you guys have a very fun and safe Father's Day. Y'all be easy. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. See you. See you.